What's up, guys? It's Jeff Cobb. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio. Aloha. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is the B Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, back in the Diamond Studio with my my co-host, my my fellow beekeeper, my friend. Michael Vergara. And let me tell you, Corey, this is the best pro wrestling podcast on the planet. I would say ever. so. I'm doubling down. I would say so. Dave Meltzer, you little guy. Whoa. Uh, I'm just saying that my bank account's bigger than yours. That's a true metric of what makes a good wrestling podcast. And uh, I, I have this paper with crayon Wade writing. Keller. He took his ball and he he took it. He took his ball and went home. Went That's home. a line not fed to me at all. And uh, uh-oh. Yeah, uh oh, yeah. I think as soon as I sent that, as soon as I sent that tweet, uh, Dad. You know, it was a yeah, it was a two for my own good. And so I, was like, I feel like we just need to catch up on what the fuck has just happened the last two weeks because I know we haven't been really. <laughs> well, I think me and Jose talked about Seth a couple weeks ago. Did you? But okay. yeah, we had a show a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but anyways, um, this is the B show. Where the best you know, pro wrestling podcast the on the planet. Doubling down. The best show. That's why people say, "Why do we call it the B show?" Because it's the best show. I'm gonna stick to that. Someone told me last night we should change the name of the show from the B show to the A show. Then what's wait? Then what would be the B show? There is no B show. Every show is you know A level, I guess. I don't know. So it's A like Fonzie. You got to get two thumbs up there. We'll have a Steve staff meeting. But anyways, how are you today, sir? Eh, it feels like morning. It's one a. It's one p.m. right now. I know as of this recording, but one forty-five uh, actually. I feel like it's seven a.m. Yeah, I don't know. I felt I slept weird. So. Well, you have so, family in town, right? You're, yeah, you you're know. on a on a couch. Yeah, a just hammock. been just going around like the the San Francisco Staples, uh, you know, the bridge, uh, the Palace of Fine Arts, the oh. Fisherman's Wharf. Just it gets it's just it just gets exhausting sometimes. Um, but it's fun, you know. Went to the Museum of Ice Cream, okay. uh, the Sprinkle Pool. Oh, I saw that. You that were, stuff really you were hurts. Stuck. You were stuck in the sprinkles. That stuff really hurts. Like it really does a number on your feet if you like dive. Excuse me. If you dive hard enough, like that's solid object. Those are solid objects. So they're not are, like. Are they real sprinkles? Uh, no, they're just plastic balls. Like which, <sighs> I know so there's a lot of it, and it seems to be more expensive than. But they should just get like colorized Nerf. Thing. Oh yeah, yeah. They should just make them Nerf. That would be even better. But I guess it's just more expensive. I need. To, I've never been there. The, eh, the it's, Museum of Ice Cream. Do, Museum of Ice Cream. Do they serve ice cream there? Of course point? they do. Like it's so the way it's. The way it's uh, like laid out is that Museum of Ice Cream is just a series of rooms. Okay. And each room serves some form of dessert. Like there's a room dedicated to... Uh, Brownies? No. There's a room dedicated to lollipops. There's rooms that just don't have... Actually, I, I, I lied a bit. There's some rooms that don't have food at all. Um, they just look like something out of Willy Wonka, just aesthetic reasons. And oh. also a reason, like a reason for girls... Or guys, uh, just to post stuff on their Instagram, like, oh, yeah. look at me, I'm right near this jungle full this of fake bananas. Is yeah, just like me, you know. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, you get the the caveat is, uh, what's what's, go, what's those soft serves? It's called soft serves, right? Yeah, there yeah. there are things called that. Yes. Yeah, it's like you get to have as many as you like, but then you have to stay in the room. Oh. If you leave the room, you can't go back and get it. That's their. Can main you bring thing. a little chair? No. I mean, there are chairs, I, I bring guess. a little fold-up, like, uh, lawn chair and yeah. just place it in there and kick back. But it's mostly just like an... I consider it more of an art exhibit. I didn't really learn anything in terms of ice cream. Just saw a bunch of, you know, millennials just take pictures and stuff like that. Nice, nice. It was okay. It's $40, though, per person. Oh. I... That's, I've never been there, so... You're not missing much. So, yeah. But anyways, guys, let's let's continue our our conversation... On professional wrestling, I was trying to look for a segue. Okay, from rest from ice cream to rest uh, ice cream bars. Where are those ice cream bars at? Those damn WWE ice cream bars that CM Punk asked for. He's a wrestler. Let's Ooh. talk wrestling. Okay, see segue, um, guys. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR four and five Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram because it's the best way to stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio. If you want to be the first to listen to our brand new episodes when uh, whenever we post them, or if you just want to listen to us ramble on about ice cream. 
for days on end. Uh, next week, we might talk Mitchell's. Have you been to Mitchell's before, Michael? No, I have not. Oh, well, I have an experience to talk about next week with you. That'll be an ice cream show and tell. That's what we'll do now. But, guys, follow us on... Um, I said that to you before. Oh, yeah, SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. That is uh, our home. Our home of City Wrestling Radio. It's where we post all of our audio episodes. And check us out on YouTube because we have stuff on YouTube that we try to do more regularly than we should. But, hey, there's stuff up there, and it's fun, and it's exciting. You can go back and be like, I never watched WrestleMania, and you wanted to watch some predictions? Go do that. I don't know if people do that. It's, it's like an hour fun. long too. Yeah, and you get to, got an hour to kill. Got an hour to kill. Well, you have you know if you're already going to watch eight hours of WrestleMania, make it make it nine. Yeah, maybe we'll have more videos up. I have some ideas for some videos, Michael. Okay, um, where drinking is involved. Oh no, drinking and watching things and creating. Totally not a recipe for disaster, but I'm for it. I think that's what gets the best YouTube um, um, clicks. Right, it's clickbait. Yeah. Right. Yep. But speaking of potential disasters, uh, I mean, we might as well just catch up a little bit on news. Uh, Paul Heyman, Eric Bischoff, you heard of those guys? I'm back. Yep, we needed to get we need to get that out of the way. I'm Eric Bischoff's ever. main theme song, which he himself sang the song. That's not true. In fact, somebody told somebody said that, and he like insisted upon. He insisted that it, it wasn't does sound him. like him. Definitely sounds like him. Um, but there are a lot of songs I think back in the day, like the wrestling where I'm like, did the person sing that? Like I know the rock. people thought Sasha Banks sang her own song, which I believe I kind of believed when I first heard it. Like, but it wasn't. No. Turns out it wasn't. Yeah, I don't. He kind of sounds like her. Yeah. But uh, Eric Bischoff. Uh, I mean, you guys probably heard the news. Eric Bischoff starting the in week after Extreme Rules, which is next week. It's pretty extreme. <laughs> yep. Yep, it's pretty. It's, a, it's quite an extreme change. Uh, yeah, Eric Bischoff is going to start being the executive director and answering events on SmackDown. He's moving to Connecticut. Good for him. Uh, I feel like he has 4 no choice but to. Meetings he has to stay up for. Great, great, great. Yeah, um, because He's like Vince, sixty years old, isn't he? Sure, Bischoff. Yeah, probably. Yeah, WCW was a long time ago, and as you may have already known, Paul Heyman running Raw. Uh, that was. Very, it was very interesting. Like going very into these Raw and Smackdowns, uh, what type of show this actually will be? Because apparently Paul Heyman was indeed working that Raw, and you know that it was it was a very unique Raw. Like it, it was it, it there people was died. it did feel different. Yes, people are dead. Rest in peace, Braun Strowman. Uh, his spleen apparently ruptured. Ruptured. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, I feel like you have to be out for a while if you have a um, ruptured spleen. Bobby Lashley's okay. Yeah. And it's like there. Did you hear about the news where um, Paul Heyman is reportedly very a very very big fan of Ricochet, and it showed th- throughout this Raw episode. Oh, Ricochet! Uh, there's going to be people pushed to the moon now if mm-hmm. if this continues. I mean, like I could see Vince, like you like, could see like Vince just like three weeks. He's, ah, he's, screw it. He sneezes like and it says, "I don't like Ricochet anymore," or "I don't like Paul Heyman. I don't want him in charge." Or yeah. Something. Yeah, like that's kind of just the whole caveat. Everyone's takeaway is that you know if they still answer to Vince, nothing's nothing is like Completely it's all different. very cosmetic. Yeah, but then there were there were visible changes to that show in terms of like, hey, they they totally let Corey Graves say holy shit, or or Mike Kanellis getting weirdly buried. But this like, was being on TV. Apparently, this was a long time coming of um, them. Proposing a cuck storyline for Mike Kanellis and uh, Mike Mike Kanellis and Maria, which I'm not really. It's kind of weird. That's really weird. It's incredibly weird. Um, but honestly, like if this helps Ricochet, like anything to help Ricochet, he's one if of the Mike best. Mike Kanellis getting there. buried helps Ricochet. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So I mean, AJ Styles heel turn. That's. That's hey, that's something for him to latch on to. Uh, the club they recently today, as reported today, actually they by Dave Meltzer himself. Yeah, um, the we, we club got it on the Car- wire. Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows they have signed five year deals. So, you know, every time they complain online, just uh, just copy link that tweet and just like just at them at that. You, like, you know hey, what? You made this bed, sirs. You know what I want? I want Dave Meltzer to have a. You know how the wrestling. You know, okay. You ever seen Good Morning Vietnam? 
Uh, starring Robin Williams, of course. Yes. No, um, I didn't. Okay. Well, you know of the movie, and there's a scene. My where, dad's a big fan. Where of they the movie. used to get like uh, their 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 info from the news, like from fax machines, just like randomly coming out. Yeah. I wish there was just something like that for podcasters to have, like the Dave Meltzer up to date. We got an update here from Dave Meltzer saying, "Can't they just text message him?" Uh, I don't know, but uh, I'll, like I'll, Twitter I'll, DMs, just like that's just. I feel like that's just a no. save some paper, man. No, I want the old school way. Okay. But anyways, um, yeah. So Raw and SmackDown this week, very weird, very strange. Kevin Owens apparently is a face now. Cool. That was yeah. That started out at the beginning he of the show. Where Dolph Ziggler in the face. Apparently, apparently the best a, in the world. You know, he was saying according yeah, to hot dogs. Yeah, happy Fourth of July. He's back to the hot dog. Uh, he's used, and he used a stunner on Dolph Ziggler at the end of the night. Man, so. that stunner never looks good. No, well, I mean, unless the opinion. unless the Rock was selling for it. Not even, dude. Like, just well, when he would like flip, literally, like. Uh, speaking of flip, he's not in the King of Indies. Who's in the King of Indies? That happened. The King. Unless, of, unless you still want to right talk here. about main roster shit. Um. Well, no, I mean, what else is what else happened in the main roster? I mean, Seth Rollins became a, you know, he became very, very loyal to a fault of his own. I want to be like my dad, Triple H. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll I can, Vince, you have another daughter. And then, and then he, and then he folded faster than Superman on Laundry Day when he apologized to Will Osprey. And then Will Osprey asked him, "What do you think of the apology?" Apology is like it's accepted, mate. I'll pick done. <laughs> Uh, Osprey is one heck of a gentleman, you know. I might say the wrestler of the year so far. He's he yeah. I mean, who's to say he is in the G one? Yeah. You want to talk about G one? Let's talk instead? about G one. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's put a hold on King of the Indies for yeah, a second because I feel like yeah yeah. Um, I feel like King of Indies. Yeah, people in about two hours. Access TV. No, by the time this gets uploaded, it'll probably be going on as we speak. Yeah. It's at 3 o'clock, right? Live on Access TV. On Access TV. Is you're it gonna, at 3 o'clock, really? Yeah, you're going to see uh, You're gonna see the... For it, anybody who's not familiar with Access TV, it's the it's the channel okay. where you watch New Japan events and then watch a copious amounts of commercials involving the Eddie do, Money's the, family. The door's opening at 15.30, and the bell time's at 1.700. So that's 1.30. Uh, no, that's 2.30. No, that's 3.30. No, that's 3.30. I'm yeah, not good at math. 3.30, minus 12. Um, and then the bell time is at five o'clock. But you know that's the pre-show. Maybe it's, it's they're pretty much just a bunch of tag matches, and then like the real matches don't start. What until, are you like, talking about? This is the start, the the first night of an ongoing tournament that nobody ever takes any breaks in except for this like four. Except days. for this one, it's like fourteen day break in between matches. You but, think the beat? No, honestly, you think the A block are in an advantage? Think about it. They had wrestled their matches, and they're waiting a week after. Oh, yeah. I mean, And now the B-Block, they start, but then they also have to start a couple of days after, right? That's, I mean, that's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. If I, was, if I was, like, somebody on the B-Block, I'd cut a promo about that. Moxley? I'd Moxley. I don't think he'd be the one type, type of person like, that's complaining. I don't think he'd be the type really that would complain care, about dude. advantages. I think he wants things the hard way. He's really, I don't care. So uh, the first match of the night is uh, Sho and Yo versus Tomaloa and Tonga. Tama Tonga? Yeah. Um, I, is, I, I don't know if it's... They're the tag team champions. Who, um, the G.O.D.? Yep. Uh, that's going to be, I want to say, like a five-minute match. It's going to be a match. Yeah, and I think... Are they trying to break up Sho and Yo lately? It feels like it. Uh, I like don't they, really they, follow. They they have them like doing completely separate gimmicks now, and hey, nothing wrong with having uh having wrestlers be have completely different gimmicks from each other. Like you know, some might it might not work well, for some, might a, not work a, for others. In a tag team when they were a tag team and they've been a tag team for a while. When nothing wrong with them, distinction. Well, no, you're right, but at the same time, it seems like. Someone's trying to break away. The second match of the night, we have Shota Umino and Tomohiro Ishii versus Ren Arena and uh, former APW Universal Champion Jeff Cobb. Uh, I'm willing to bet if AEW wasn't such a stickler, uh, 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 Jeff Dean Am- oh, no, not Dean Am- John Moxley would have been teaming up with Shota Umino in that match. He would be replacing Tomohiro Ishii. Oh, you think so? Oh, yeah, I think yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they were, if they, if they were strictly doing a block, I think Moxley would have been relegated to that tag team, which is kind of unfortunate because I feel like they would have sold out that show if Moxley was in that card, um, or if they did B block like the day after or anything. But yeah, 
Yeah, it's weird that they're Come doing... Come here an issue, though. You would think that they should do... I, I think they should have done both nights. A block. But, you know, I know A-block. the whole Moxley not being on mm-hmm. American TV. Apparently, it's only American TV. It's what everyone's saying. Yeah, I mean, the, so the, it'll, be, no, the thing like, is... It could be like an American indie show. It could just be like Strong Style Evolved, where it's just like, immediately after the show, it's going to be up on demand for New Japan World, which... Exactly. You know, prefer, yeah. Which is lightweight, kind of preferable. I might... I have a choice between this or the UFC card, and I'm kind of leaning towards the UFC card. Do you, oh, do you have ESPN Plus? That's the yes. only way to watch yes. UFC. <laughs> I do have ESPN Plus. Yeah, that's, that's very nice. Uh, the third match of the night, another 20-minute time limit match... Uh, Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto versus Jay White with his uh, mustache and uh, Chase Owens. So it's kind of like a three on two with that mustache involved. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jay White, he'll get heat like he always does. Um, he's the number one heel in the company. Are the Bullet Club pirates now? Dude, I don't even know what the Bullet Club is anymore. It's just JOD, right? Like so far, I, mean, I don't. Chase know. Owens and Jay White are still part of Bullet Club. Right? No, Jay. Oh wait, yeah, Jay White is Bullet Club. Yeah, Jay. White. No, did he just recently get kicked? No, out? No, but get, okay, no, he's out of and Bullet Gato, Club and because Gato. Gato is Bullet Club now. Yeah, and then and then there's Gato, and then there's another uh, Gato's like brother. Jado, Jado, is that his yeah. brother? It's his partner. Oh, okay. I never, I never knew. I always mixed them up when I first started watching New Japan. And then we have another twenty-minute time limit match: a three-on-three, six-person tag match. We have Bushi, Shingo Takagi, and Tetsuya Naito versus Toriyano, Juice Robinson, and Jushin Thunder Liger. Should be a good one. Um, Liger, yeah. Naito's going to wear a shirt for this because it's a tag team match, and it's You're not right. worth. It's not worth taking a shirt off. It's, it's not it. worth putting a suit on for. Yeah. You know, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger, which is going to be fun because he's going to be doing the Super J Cup, which is coming to San Francisco. The San Francisco State University Life and Events Center. Which we will be there. Yes. Which that'll be fun. That will be fun. I hope Liger's there. He better be fucking there. He'll be there for sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he'll be there, but I don't know if he'll be in a match. Have you taken a look at that venue? It's kind of weird looking. It looks like a tent. I looked on the inside. I saw a picture on the inside. It looks kind of big, but I think it's going to be all flat. Mm. Uh, seating. Hopefully, we get elevated because it seems super small. And super small, <laughs> elevated is fine. Ele- yep, elevated. Take take me to the sky. And Whoa, then we're so elevated. It's Will Osprey's name. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Will Osprey, the first match of the G One Climax Twenty Nine, the A Block Tournament, Lance Archer versus William Middle Initial Osprey. I think this is going going to be. Uh, bottom tier of Will Osprey's matches, and it's not a it's not a slight against Lance Archer. I just think what that guy has ahead of him throughout the rest of the tournament, he's gonna probably take it easy for this one. It like it's very obvious that um, Will Osprey, he's like his whole entire like platform in this block is he's. I mean, bad luck. Fale and Lance Archer are in that block, so he's gonna like make it a state make a statement. He's gonna be a giant killer. He's gonna be like right. I'm gonna be above the juniors. I mean, I'm going to take the juniors. I'm going to legitimize this division and like be Will Osprey and do what I continue to be doing, which is be the best pro wrestler on the planet. Suck it, Seth Rollins. Apology yeah. accepted. Um, I agree with the second half of that. I do think William Osprey is going to try to take up each of these big guys and really prove to the world how he can stand up fight with them. But I do think he is going to give it his all in this first match because this is the opening night. He has a week to you know rest after this. Oh yeah, no, this dude like he he sneezes good matches. He sneezes four star matches automatically. So. It's gonna be a good one, but I just think of the of of what he has on his plate. This is definitely not it's definitely not gonna be his best one. Uh, then and we, I, my my expectations are pretty low on that one. William Osprey, you, you go with in that match, of course. Uh, then we have oh, uh, speaking of good matches, the evil of the king of darkness, evil himself. Versus Ibaru. the le- leader of the Guardian Angels, Bad Luck Fale. I feel like he needs to do the Guardian Angels version of the Bullet Club with his uh, beret. Yep. Is it going to be a hoss? I think it's going to be like five minutes. No, maybe like 12 minutes. They're just going to hit each other. I'm not, I'm not like, especially, I'm not, uh, I'm not thinking this is, I'm not going in thinking this is going to be like a technical showcase because it's just two huge dudes. Um, Evil, he's very capable of a good match. Fale, he's there. Um, I think Fale was going to win this one because he got DQ'd all the time last. last I say year. evil because like he needs to start. He needs to start good. He needs he, to start. You know, needs strong. to do something. Yeah. 
then you were talking about techni- technicalities or technical wrestling. We have okay. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Sonata. Um, a really fun match, I believe. Yeah, I can't get it. I can't necessarily get a good read on this. It should be a great match. They're both very. They're both among the top level talents. Um, not you know, not the esh- upper echelon, but they are upper mid card in and my opinion. Zack Sabre Jr. I think he's the only representative of Suzuki Goon in the G1. Tai Chi. Oh, and Tai Chi. Okay, Tai Chi. You're right. I forgot how Suzuki Goon gets kind of random after like three members. Um, but Minoru Suzuki, not in this tournament. Yeah, I wonder how, like, what Suzuki, like, is thinking, like, wait, they got tai, tai Chi, but... I would like to see him take out, like, Bad Luck Fale before the tournament and just insert it. He can't take out Bad Luck Fale. Why not? Suzuki's too small. No, he can do it. He's mother effing Suzuki. Anyways, uh, next up, which is probably going to be a barn burner of a match, we have Kota Ibushi versus Kenta. Um, I'll say it's, you know, I'll say this, like I always say about Kenta as a performer, um, that we're, we're either going to get a Kenta who is going to just wrestle with a death wish or a Kenta who's going to take it slow because how, because of how, how injuries have plagued this guy for the last five years. You see that interview again of, about, of him with New Japan, like they released this new interview No, where he pretty much just said that those five years were just like, was just a blur to him. Yeah, because like he mostly was injured, he was not enjoying his time. He was n- pretty much just everything you would expect I mean, he, somebody, he, a disgruntled WWE worker, would be like, "Oh, my, this is where my creativity goes to die." I mean, and, he's uh, a little injury prone. A little, he's very much injury prone. Yeah, and then he and goes back to a, a company that's even rougher on the body. And he's wrestling arguably one of the most dangerous wrestlers on the planet. He, the the newest suicidal, homicidal, genocidal. He is Kota Hibushi. Look at that face. I know. Right? Look at that face. This is a killer written all over it. It's just like little hearts floating above him. Well, the thing is about I don't want to. That's uh, I don't want to paint Kotobushi that picture. He's not a dangerous towards the, his opponent. He's more of a danger to himself. So who knows? It's it's going to be a stiff one. That, they, you need, there's numbers we can call for that. Yeah. He can call for that. Yeah. Uh, then we have um, the it's main be a event, great match. The main event of the night: Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Kazuchika Kazuchika. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Tomato. It's fine. Uh, Okada. Okada. What's more, what more can be said about this? These guys are just—they are. These guys are just going to give it their all. Yeah, but I Tanahashi, you know, he's, to it. he's a little older. You know, his knee—I heard his knees have been kind of bugging him lately. He's at least pro- that's what he's been complaining about at the oh, when being asked how he felt. He's going into the G one like Tanahashi's. He's it's an inter- his campaign's probably going to be an interesting one because you're never really sure if he's going to have the type of campaign where he's going to start slow and then finish strong to a point where he could probably make it to the finals. Um I somehow think like for some reason there's this little part in my head thinking they're going to do a re- they're going to do a a block A finals between and do a rematch with Tanahashi and Ibushi, which I would prefer. Um, that could definitely happen, okay, yeah. or it could be between Okada and Ibushi. I, honestly, I feel like that's it. It's kind of up in the air, in my opinion, for like in terms of like finals. Like it could be Osprey and uh, Naito. No, not Naito. Ibushi. It could be. So here's my four. Here's my four block A. Yeah. Okay. Block A four Let's people. This. Uh, four guys. It's gonna be Okada. It's gonna be Tanahashi. It's gonna be Osprey, and it's going to be Ibushi. Okay. And I, I that's those are going to be the, those are going to be the four guys that I think are going to Okada, of course, four contenders. I believe that um, uh, Bushi, yes. I'm going to say Zack Saber Jr. and Will Osprey. So you're just replacing, um, you're just putting uh, Saber Jr. in spite of Tanahashi. Yeah. Yes. Could be. Could be um, because he could he could have this lump of a G one after yeah. the highest highest of the highs of last oh. year. Yeah, it's, looking forward to it. So it'll be fun. G one kicks off tonight, guys. Go turn on Access TV, um, watch it live, or just listen to this part of the podcast as you're watching it. Or and or you can wait until tomorrow or another time and then watch it um, on New Japan World. Don't illegally stream it on a website. That's bad. Inherently bad. Yeah. 
Starts in less than an hour, actually, as we're No, the doors this. open in an hour. Oh, wait, that's probably... Oh, wait, you're right. Okay, so let's talk some Fighter Fest. Fighter Fest happened, right? Okay. Uh, AEW. Yeah, I only really only saw the three ta- three man tag. No, the six man tag and the Moxley Janela nice. match. Uh, I really liked the six man tag. Uh, I thought Kenny Omega looked like Ronald McDonald in his Akuma getup. Yeah, like I get it, I get what he was what he was doing, but I get what he was trying to do. But he just looked like no, he looked like Carrot Top. Yes, I think yes. I thought Kenny Omega looked like carrot top in leather pants. Uh huh. Um, I mean, it was it, cool. It was not. It was not cool. You didn't like it? I did not like it at I all. Young Bucks. Cool. I thought like, okay, they're just that's that's just silly. They're of course, getting, it's, a, it's a fighting. It's a fighting game uh, tournament. What's CEO? CEO is a fighting game tournament. Oh, not a tournament per se. It's just more like a festival. So is Alex Jabaley? Is he like? He's part of the FG fighting game community. He's oh, the he's the guy okay. who handles CEO. They gave oh, him a match. Okay. I never saw. I never I watched. Did, the I didn't pre-show. even watch that match either. Um, did you he, watch the Cody Darby Allen match? Yes. What did you think? Uh, yeah, I don't like Darby Allen that much. I mean, Darby Allen's cool, but like, I just feel like he gets he just like throws his body around mm. and just gets his. You know what I mean? Is like, it his size that kind of just? No, he just it's not very technical. He's just he kind of goes in there, he takes bumps. He had a pretty good match against Moxley. The in, um, in when, this New Jersey thing in this indie when he did the trust fall onto the side of the ring that was pretty. I mean, yeah. it looked like it hurt. But then that wasn't the that wasn't the main takeaway from that and Cody match. Sean Spears comes out, Mister Dillinger himself, Mister Diligent, looking, lo- looking like a Kirkland Chuck uh, Chuck Liddell he with said, his mohawk. He came in and whacked his buddy in the head, Cody Rhodes, with an unprotected unprotected chair shot, and that caught a lot of flack. That entire thing because like that's. When that when that chair shot happened, Ooh, it got no-no. so much criticism. Um, my opinion of my opinion of the unprotected chair shot, I think, honestly, it, yeah, I do think it was very reckless of that promotion to like you know, for some for some for a company that's like you know kind of preaching of how progressive they are more than WWE. Right, it kind of took two steps back with that unprotected chair shot, and they said it themselves that oh, it was a joke, it was a it was a gimmicked chair, which is a level of transparency you will never see in any other promotion. We got Tony Khan, the founder and CEO, just saying, yeah, no, I don't know why I signed off on this. Uh, it was supposed to be a gimmick chair, and like it was so, for something that was supposed to get heat on Sean Spears, it just it came off as getting heat on the company itself. Do you know, it looked do you like it? The, yeah, yeah. And, but here's the thing: is that we all have to realize is that and they're also pushing Sean Spears as a top talent, which I think is not a good decision. I think it's fine. Sean Spears is fine. It's tied to. I don't know, man. Um, Cody probably booked that. I mean, oh yeah, totally. He's you know, probably Cody, the guy. Who's... Cody was probably like, hit me in the head with a chair. Dude, it's fine, dude. Like, like wrestling hasn't had an unprotected chair shot. And then as soon as that happened, Khan, Tony Khan was just like, absolutely none of this is being on TNT. Maybe pay per views, maybe. Yeah. And like, you kind of, I don't want to shit. I don't want to stir shit like around the pot within this uh, best wrestling podcast in the world kind of narrative. But I, I saw some like I felt a little uh, dis- uh not dissension, but a little uh. Clashing of the minds, clashing of chairs to the heads between Khan and Cody. Well, like they're a business disagreement. Oh yeah, definitely. There's going to be those though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Kenny Omega, like he said it as as early as All Elite Wrestling was announced. Like we're going to try some things that people are probably not going to get into, but we got to. We have no. But we got to try it. Uh, Did you watch the Japanese women? Uh, Which one was that? That was okay. So let's go through the card. Uh, best friends Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta defeated SoCal Uncensored and Private Party. That match was cool. Uh, Private Party was really awesome. I mean, they I, apparently they got offered contracts. I heard, at least the rumor around town. Uh, Allie defeated Leva. You Bates. can't help but think about Street Profits, though. <laughs> I, I know you can't. Uh, Allie defeated Leva Bates uh, with Peter Avalon. They are still insisting on that librarian gimmick, and I'm telling you, man, it's just not landing to me. And Peter Avalon's no Richard Schneery, so. It's a local guy. You don't probably don't know, but hey, man, don't question my rep. But he says shh all the time. So okay. Uh, Michael Nakazawa defeated Alex Chibaley. 
Uh, Shima defeated Chris for Daniel. So are they the winner of that is going to face Kenny Omega at the next show, at the Fight for the Fallen show? Probably. That's what I thought I heard. Uh, are you talking about the Rio uh, defeated Yuka Sakazaki and Nyla Rose? Is yep. That, uh, yeah, that match was good. I liked it. I like uh, Yuka Sakazaki a lot. Yeah, apparently her th- they gave her the wrong theme song. Um, it, apparently it's what like her theme song is probably like one of the biggest things that she was known for. Yeah, like it's just like yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, Kenny Omega, like Kenny Omega, responded to a tweet saying, "Where's her theme song?" And then Kenny Omega, he said, "I was I was the maddest out of everybody in the backstage backstage when I." When I saw that, when I heard that, I would I heard not that want music. to see Kenny Omega mad. And I'm, I'm telling you, the thing about AEW, there's, you know, the unprotected chair shots. There's, there's, there's definitely a company that like they're still a after company. after like you think this that that company would be bulletproof after Double or Nothing, but they Shh. have made some clear, they have made some clear mistakes, and which I I have a certain level of trust in in them addressing it instantly. Like I mean, with that Kenny Omega tweet, but like there are clear things that they can definitely fix like uh like i would say even though the wwe kind of cornered the market in this like more talent of uh talent involving people with color like if you look at that main event scenes right now it's just a bunch of white dudes right um they can work on it and i understand like after watching nxt watching seeing shane strickland and uh hey isaiah scott okay okay no swerve, yeah, just it's, it's just swerve. Um, but there, there's always talent going around, which makes me kind of sad that Gresham, Jonathan Gresham, has uh, signed with uh, ROH, ROH again, uh, which kind of bums me out. But uh, and the theme song, theme music, like the best, in my opinion, the best theme song of all of AEW is the is the royalty free, not royalty free, yeah, royalty free freaking music that AEW bought for Hangman Adam Page. Oh god, everyone else's theme song just comes across as like super generic. Like Kenny Omega's is fine. I don't like Kenny Omega's. Yeah, I mean the only one that Cody Rhodes is Cody Rhodes. It's very much him. Yeah, I mean he's had the Bucks is all the Bucks is great. But then otherwise, father did that one, right? He's a no, not it wasn't. He didn't do the the dad didn't do that. He just remixed. Okay, I don't know. Uh, That yeah, Rio defeated Yuka Sakazaki and Nyla Rose. Adam Page defeated uh, Jimmy Havoc, Jungle Boy. Uh, who Luchasaur? He wrote that, yeah that four that four way match. I also saw that four way match, which I thought was really fun. Jungle Boy comes down to the ring, riding on the back of Luchasaurus. Yeah, those guys are money. Uh, yeah, definitely. They're they're a, a team to be reckoned with in the AEW tag team division. That's really then like think about that. Like that is uh that tag team division is just stacked. beyond stacked. Yeah. Like they are that is a that is one of the clear mission statements that like that. That and the Bucks need to make sure to make sure to stay away from those titles. Yeah. you know, I'm just saying, like at a certain point, like I mean, they could be your inaugural champions, which uh, I'm not opposed to. MJF, he's good. He's an easy. He's a good. He's a good guy on the mic, right? Okay. He sounds yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's quite an understatement, Corey. I think he's among the best heels in the industry right now. Uh, Cody Rhodes and Darby Allen fought to a time limit draw. After that, we had the Sean Spears chair shot. The elite, the team of Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson, or should I say Ryu Ken and Akuma, Akuma, Carrot Top versus uh, the Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid, who were just wearing sweatpants in the ring. Did oh, you see that? Yeah. Like they, yeah, they were like like uh, Ray and um, and Pentagon came out with like these sweats like over their 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 uniform, not their uniforms. God, um, you know their clothes they wear. Yeah, uh, leotards. I yeah. don't know. And then the unsanctioned match: John Moxley versus Joey Janela. Did you see that one? Oh uh, yeah, that yeah. Was those those were of the three that I watched. Um, it was. That was I mean, what can I, I say it was, it was a hard. It was. I thought it was kind of a boilerplate death match, but then you know, with that crowd and that atmosphere, and just seeing Moxley and Janela, you know, just the very idea of them facing off each other is on yeah. paper is was very appealing, and I thought it was it was a pretty good match. The the Janela. The Janela, uh, the the feet to the thumbtacks, uh, send you know what more can be said. We've all stepped I on the thumbtack sh- at like one I point. I shivered with that, yeah, but yeah. we didn't step on twenty, and it was all on the heels too, huh? Uh, like mo- majority, he was just uh, yeah. it was just mostly on the heels. Like that's that's the hardest that's the hardest part of the foot. That's the hardest part of the foot. Um, one of the hardest parts of the foot. But and then like you saw that gif of um Amber Amber keep calling him Ambrose. Uh, Moxley just Moxley. spitting out spitting out attack. No, like apparently he had one in his mouth. I thought that was 
Man, that guy just oozes cool. Uh, whatever. I'm not even chewing gum. I'm chewing tax now. It's like, ow. ow. It's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I love Joey Janela. He's awesome. And that, that elbow drop to the table. There's a really cool picture. Some photographer, I forget the name, captured a really good picture midair. It's probably it's Dude, probably somebody got a really rounds. good picture, and I, I hate to say, of the chair shot to the head of Cody, where it literally, you see it wrap around the head. Mm. You see where it, like, it's mm. literally busting his head open. Yeah. Fighter Fest. Uh, you know what? A pretty good, if that was their B, if that was a B show, uh, no pun intended, uh, as far as AEW is concerned. It's good. It's it was pretty good. Like it I mean, was, it's not. It's no. It's not double or nothing. And I don't. And I don't think they were trying to make it double or nothing. But if they're if they're if they're like prepared to regularly churn out a pay per view of this level of quality in this consistent fashion, like AEW is legit. Yeah. I mean, like AEW is always going to be legit after like you know double or nothing. But and we'll see how it goes. Uh, you know, when they have a weekly show going too. On top of that, um, you know, of course they'll probably have. One or two, they'll probably have a couple house shows, right? Mm, yeah, I mean here and there. Um, so we'll see what happens in the coming with Fight for the Fallen. Is that like next week or in two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. So certain. No, a week. I think. Right. Oh man, I think it's a week. Oh man, we're getting too much AEW. I think. I think oversaturation is just. <sighs> uh, yeah. So I don't even know who's fighting that show, but we'll talk about it next week, right? That's oh, what we most do, likely. Right? Most likely. Yeah. Um, shall we talk King of the Indies last night? Yeah, how was it? Who was there and who was, was who there. was there and who uh, was there? Oh wow. Amongst Give the, a shout out to the, all the people you the, hung out with. Um the the who's who of uh wrestling um uh who's no uh, everyone was there, you know, all the APW um uh, what do we call ourselves? The APW Faithful were there. Jake Christopher Cindy G from NoDQ.com. From NoDQ.com. Uh, former City Wrestling Radio host, uh, Nicholas Winstead. Who Congratulations on the Flipcorn design. Yeah. First thing you see. Yeah, it's, you know. Uh, he's, Quite a mask. He's doing big things. He Onwards and upwards, he says. Um, so everyone there was, we had a good time. Uh, Jake Atlas was there. What was Jake what Atlas. Was, yeah, Jake Atlas, he's the Make America Great Again guy. No, no. Who was that? That's not Jake Atlas. That's um, that's Sam Adonis. Oh, yeah. Okay. Get him confused. Jake Atlas is the openly gay wrestler. Oh, very much not the Make America Great no, Again guy. Very My apologies. So. Uh, we kicked off the night. Uh, so the referee team. You want to know who the referees were? Uh, not really. <laughs> honestly, Sparky Ballard, Benjamin Roberts, Jimmy Mack, Alex Textbook Chang, and uh, and Reed Forrest. So. Uh, so uh, we had uh, Ace Romero, who was supposed to be there to take on J.R. Kratos. He never showed up for the show. Um, I don't know exactly why he wasn't there, but he uh, was replaced by Timothy Thatcher. So that's a good uh, a good replacement. <coughs> Timothy Thatcher is a very good-looking young man who knows Which how to constitutes wrestle. great wrestling matches, yeah, of course. And, and But he uh, he did the job here for J.R. Kratos in the first round oh. of the King of the Indies tournament. We also had Dragon Lee defeat Hit him with the copyright infringement. Uh, Dragon Lee defeated Laredo Kid in the first round. Jake Atlas then defeated Jungle Boy in the first round. Wait, for those who don't know, what is King of the Indies? King of the Indies is, uh, well, it's a yearly Northern California independent wrestling competition. Is uh, this APW? And Pro Wrestling Revolution sponsored. Okay. Um, the joint they, show. Yeah, they've done it. Not They haven't done it every year. They did 2015. Where's Pro Wrestling? Of, uh, They're kind of based, I think, like in San Jose. Okay. Uh, but Bay Area. Um, so they do, they did 2018, 2019, they did 2015, and then they did years ago with Roland Alexander, who was the former... God rest his soul. Yeah, former, um... APW. APW headbooker. Um, and I believe owner of APW. He told, uh, very famously, and beyond the mad, telling men to not eat Jack in the Box and your McDonald's. Really? Mm, Yep. Maybe I should stop eating Jack in the Box and McDonald's. Yep. And if you don't, if you don't pay, you don't play. That was one of the things he said in that documentary. Right. I need to watch. That. I never. I still. You never that. seen Beyond the Mat. Still to this day, wrestling show and tell. Uh, Jake Atlas defeated Jungle Boy, and then Jonathan Gresham defeated T.J. Perkins. Hooray. T.J. Perkins was there. Yep. It was a pretty good match. It's uh, not a good night for Lakers fans. <laughs> no, I had my Black Mambas on too. Uh, then we had an APW tag team Should, championship oh man, match. If I was there, I would have just yelled, "Lakers suck!" The Lakers stink. I want to see how he would have reacted. I still like. I know the um, the sun is like part of the Filipino flag, right? Yep. 
He oh. is part Filipino. He's the Philam Flash. But, but he has it like on his butt. It's, it's just like how, how very invocative of him as a person. I'm just like, wow. It just seems like the that, sun look, is up there's like ass. a giant sun on your butt. Uh, then we had, uh, like out, I said, APW uh, Tag Team Championships were retained by the Reno Scum. Going over Will Hobbs and Jacob Fatu. Then in our second round semifinals, Jake Atlas defeated J.R. Kratos. Uh, maybe I should pull up my actual notes from last night because I'm just reading off of uh, – because I actually took something. I said some stuff in here, right? Let's see. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. Where are we? Oh, yes. Uh, Atlas over Kratos. Ultima Panda then defeated Colt Stevens in a very, very uh, fast cooldown match. Uh, Colt Stevens is a part of La Migra, which is um, Border Patrol. So, uh, And then uh, Dragon Lee defeated Jonathan Gresham in the semifinals. So our finals for the night were Dragon Lee and Jake Atlas. Um, it was a great match overall. Uh, it was actually really weird because everyone thought Jake Atlas was going to go over, but Dragon Lee defeated Jake Atlas to retain his King of the Indies trophy. So two years in a row now, you know, this King of the Indies was originally held uh, by Christopher Daniels in 2001. 2002, you know who held it? Daniel Dan- Bryan. Daniel Bryan. I was going to say, why are you calling him by his uh, his owner name when it should be Brian Danielson? You're right. You're right. Oh, and also... Um, a former El Cerrito High graduate, Levi Shapiro, the timeless Levi Shapiro. What's so these. timeless about him? Well, he 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 uses the claw as his finisher. That's pretty time. That's like old school, right? I mean, I guess uh, he won a fifteen person over the top battle royal. Maybe, the throwback, maybe with some help with some fans that let him use the, his seat because he got, almost got knocked out of the ring. But you know, that's neither here nor there. He won the fifteen person <laughs> battle royal. Uh, it was a good show overall. I mean, it, was, it wasn't it was as crazy as it was the year before. The year before, because we had, um, of course, last year we had the New Japan show in town. The G1 special. Yeah. So we had tons of other people coming into the show. Um, you know. So it wasn't as, um, wasn't as packed of a house as it was the year before. But still really good. Yeah. Really good turnout. Where was this again? At the Pachili Event Center in Daly City, California. Wasn't that hard? Wasn't hard to get there? No. Considering where you live, don't want to, you know. Take part. I yeah. got off Daily City. I walked down. I drank a hard kombucha. I made a mistake and went to Burger King along the way. Great. And I felt it later. So. The Owl Runs, Bart, like, you can just, like, what, what time did it end? Oh, it ended, actually, it ended last night, like, 11.30. I took a lift back. Okay. At that point, I'm just like, whatever, you know. Does Bart still open? Yeah, but Bart closes at like midnight. Okay, so could have made it. I, it's a long walk up. It's That's uphill true. too, and I'm like, no, I'm mm, downhill. Wait, so you went, you were going downhill on the way from the Bart. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, from Daly City Bart to like yeah. Westlake. Okay. That's downhill, right, guys? Yes. Go to our poll at CWR four and five Facebook. No, I'm kidding. Um. Yeah. Sounded like, sound like a great. Sounded like a great. It was time. a great time. Uh, like I said, after the show. Uh, Jake Atlas and and uh, Dragon Lee exchanged some words in Espanol. So all I know is Jake Atlas says, I'm going to be the best fucking wrestler in the world one day. And Who am like, I to down him? And I was like, that's awesome, because he really can be. That guy is awesome, and he is going to make big things happen on maybe... No, he'll be on WWE for sure. It'd be nice to see him on New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh, my God. Jake Atlas in New Japan... What is it? Um, wasn't in that show? Wasn't uh, in the G one? Isn't Carl Fredericks on the show? I thought I remember going through the schedule and like it's probably not the it's probably not in Dallas. Maybe one of the other nights. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I didn't see him on that. The the yeah okay card whatever. So uh, yeah, I mean he is a he's a young lion. Still, it's a little. How lion. long? How long does? How long do you think it takes to? Graduate from three line. years. Yep, just uh, that exact. I'm, I don't know. I feel like that's what it, I feel like it'd be like a training regimen of three years. Okay, like NXT, they're like, hey, just push them along. It's fine. Street profits like- on Raw now. Here you go, Dad. Got it. While Seth Rollins is calling him Dad. Yeah. No, Ricochet also. Oh, Ricochet's calling Seth Dad. No, he's calling Paul Heyman Dad now. Calls him Zaddy. Oh my god! Hey, Dad! Like it was just like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, shall we talk about Ricochet's leaked videos? I'm kidding. What? 
Okay. You didn't hear about that? No, and I don't want to. Uh, yeah, guys, go look it up for yourselves. Um, NXT. No, I, I don't think so. No, look it up for yourselves. I'm saying I'm not going to talk about a leaked video of somebody doing stuff to themselves. Um, yeah, B show. Should we t- or NXT? NXT is a great show. Let's, shall we talk about it? Yeah, Let's we didn't. We neither of us took notes. I got no. I have some notes. Okay, I have some notes on like middle of the show stuff. Uh, the first match, Mia Yim defeated Aaliyah after the match. Uh, Mia yeah, Yim, I, I fast-forwarded that one. Uh, Mia Yim went to the commentary table to call out Shayna Baszler. I don't think she's going to defeat her. I think she will. I don't think so. I think Shayna Baszler's going to get called up soon. Uh, There's, honestly, she's been re- like she went through everybody, Shayna Baszler. If she's going through, if she's still going through Mia Yim. Like, what the fuck are they doing to I the women's them, division? I, because they're waiting to call up the, uh, the other girls, uh, her friends. Shayna's friends. Jessamine, Jessa Duke Min and... Uh, Sh- uh, <laughs> yeah, Shayna's friends. What is it? No. Jessamine, Jessamine Duke, Duke and Marina Shafir. Marina Shafir. Jessa Duke Min. Marina, Strong, Marina Shafir Strong. Yeah. Um, they just not only to join the Undisputed Era. Wasn't like wasn't there stable. like a little bit of a speculation that like Marina Shafir was going to be part of Undisputed Era? Well, because they were talking about bringing uh, Shayna Baszler up to the main roster and months then, ago. And then not... But then by herself. And so Marina Shafir, like they were just going to like... Jessamine Duke's like, bye... I think Jasmine Duke has a lot of potential. Yeah. I mean, that's, mostly because she's blonde and tall. But she's, she's like very lanky, though. It doesn't matter. And I don't think she has any wrestling skill, does she? Yeah, I mean, she's she's athletic enough. That's true. It, you can pick it up. You can learn. Um, then we have William Regal backstage with Kathy Kelly. Uh, Mr. Regal, what's going to happen with the tag division? Uh, hey! Like, the dude was whispering, man. Yeah, this we're gonna know. Here is that, and then three. Uh, yeah, only Lorcan, angry white men walked in. Uh, only Lorcan and Danny Birch are gonna. Yeah, you know, you know uh, the deal. In walk the Forgotten Sons. They say they want a tag match or something along those lines, and they won't forget it. They well, they were forgotten, but they won't forget this. Um, but then he's like, anyways. So as I was saying, I'm gonna Danny Birch and Only Lorcan. This is the street prophet next to each which would probably be a DQ'd. I'm very by, tired. I, I, forgotten I just want to go to sleep. I would just like an early gray tea, please. Uh, then we have, uh, oh, probably my favorite part of NXT this week. The Adam Cole Championship Celebration Part 2. So, this is awesome. This, this is no, it's, as someone thing. who's recently seen uh, who uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, Don't the way that movie starts yeah. is, let's just say, very hastily edited video yeah yeah of um of that's like lightweight kind of recaps the events of endgame okay and th- th- this was the exact reminder like there was like some like there were these they were using pictures that were just like super low res yeah for you know for your i loved for it your, for our televisions um and i just thought like it took me a very long time to realize it but the whole like the fact that kyle o'reilly or the implication that Kyle O'Reilly is editing these videos, like I have a feeling it's kind of a rib on the elite. Oh yeah, you I never think really about it, like about being that. the yeah, elite, yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh, that we take pride in the fact that these performers edit these videos themselves. Oh yeah, I never. Really so it's about kind that. of like a subtle jab of like, oh, we're gonna make these like kind of amateurish because these are awesome. What other wrestlers? What other wrestlers like edit their own videos? So Adam Cole. He's coming in from the Download Festival. He finally lands, I guess, in Cleveland. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this, in my opinion, this also was the best part of NXT for uh, me also. Roderick, he calls up Roddy. He says, I've just landed. Did you call in the order yet? Okay. I'll be there soon. And then he shows up to Gargano's Pizzeria or Bakery or whatever. It, it was just, a pizza. It, they also sell donuts. That's you know, same <laughs> I thing. I saw that, too. I was like, okay. Are they getting donuts? Like, or we going? just sell things with bread. Hey, yeah. we're at Gargano's Bakery. Uh, so then he comes in. He says, hey, Frank. I'm Adam. I'm here to pick up the pizzas. And Frank already knows what's going on because he has an and NXT No, they have show. that look. They just have that look of just, you know, like you ever watch like an old Western where they know like the, an outlaw is going into the saloon. Like they can't do anything because they might get, you know, beat because, up. Because they didn't break they the law die. yet. Yeah. Uh, so Frank goes into the back just to give get them the vacant pizza looks to get the four pizzas. And Adam Cole goes to the Frank's Wall of Fame, which has a picture of Candice LeRae. Which I think is the same picture I have of Candice LeRae signed. Um, Where it, is it? It's in my my collection. Okay, uh, that's in your shrine. Creepy. Yeah, in my in Candice LeRae shrine. Um, then he goes up, and hangs his picture next to um, Adam or Johnny Gargano's picture, mm-hmm. um, and he says, "Thank you so much, Frank, for the pizzas." Walks out and says, "Hey, Frank, I like your wall." And Frank's like, "Oh." He just, <laughs> 
takes it out. Like, ah, oh, these damn, damn kids. kids. Yeah. It was great, though. And he goes to Johnny Gargano's wrestling school. Is that where his stomping ground? Is that where he went to his school, or is that does yeah. he own that school now, or something? No, it's just a wrestling school that he got his start in. He let they the Adam Cole would uh, he would say like, "Hey, everybody, I got you guys pizzas," but let me tell you something: Gargano sucks. I rule. He says Gargano lied to you. He goes, "Do you think?" You would ever uh, Twan. He looks at he focuses yes. on Twan. Yeah, Twan, and then they and then they <laughs> like they flash back to when Gargano was visiting with his NXT Championship, and he got Twan like getting teary eyed, holding the NXT belt. He says, "Twan, do you think you will ever be uh, NXT champion?" Twan's like, "Yeah, I, yeah, I think I, do. <laughs> I think I do." I was like, "Twan, you go, Twan." Yeah, I love you, Twan. Stand up to the bullies. Uh, and then and I love how it cuts to like Adam Cole, fat chance, buddy, fat chance. Oh no! Keep dreaming, Twan. Keep dreaming. That was great, though. So you tell him to to all take a pizza, even though there's only four pizzas there, and there's like twenty of them. Uh, take some pizza and go home. I'm sure it's good. Up, give up. It's from Gargano's. I'm sure it's great. It's a it's a pizzeria not from San Francisco, so I'm assuming it's the best thing ever. <laughs> pizzeria in San Francisco are good. Yeah, come Escape on, from man. New York, man. Come on, man. Uh, Giorgio's is all right. Do you go to Giorgio's on 4th or Giorgio's on 6th? I don't go to Giorgio's on 6th anymore. After you go to Giorgio's on 4th, you don't Sixth go 6th and what? I, I drive there back. is a Giorgio's on 4th in Clement. Oh, is there? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. When I when I heard you say 4th, and I'm like, that's my Giorgio's right there. $30 hey, for an extra large. Oh, Jesus Christ. Gargano. 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 Anyways, uh, so yeah, Tuan, you will be NXT champion one day. God, they're just like just... It's going to be like a freaking... A David Arquette moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not a David Arquette moment. Come on. Give him credit. Uh, Tom be like, dude, whatever. I don't care. I'll take it. Next up, we have Kushida versus Jeff Parker. It was a match. It was a job. Jeff match. Parker looking like a wannabe Solid Snake. He, it was like a mix between Solid Snake and Brian Alvarez. Gross. Uh, jobber match. We have the... Sakuraba lock? Yes. Yeah, it's like a, a tribute to Kazuchi Sakuraba. It's like a Kimura lock, though, right? Pretty yeah, much. It's, but then he turns him on his side and all that shit. Uh, then we have Tyler Breeze backstage. He wants the Undisputed Era to teach him a, re- uh, a refresher course. Yeah, because this was NX Breeze before any of these guys got here. Is that what his gimmick now? Like, I was here before you I guys. I just think of him as, like, the, the over-the-hill veteran who, <sighs> like, who surprises everybody. He needs to just, like, change his whole gimmick up. Like, not his whole gimmick, but just, like, update it a little bit. Like, because all, of, like, the um, the frills and everything, it's just a little much at this point. Yeah. Just, like, cut the hair. Like I mean, he is being a bit more serious. I'll say that. But, you know, that, that'll only get you so far with that gimmick. Yeah. yeah. Then we have a Killian Dane video package. I guess he's coming to NXT. He's a... Yeah, and I, I thought he was going to go to NXT UK, but I, no, he's full fledged NXT now. So good for good on him. Congratulations! Yeah, I can't wait to see him. Hopefully, Nikki Cross back in NXT one day. You know, Nikki. Nah, I don't think so. Nikki Cross is actually kind of in a prominent position in the main roster right now. What playing the poor girl? What? What? Well, that's just like, when I was talking to Jose about it. Like, I, that's what I think in Nikki Cross's gimmick is: is that she's, she's like, latching on. So she's she, the poor gullible girl who's latching on, or not latching, but you know, like Alexa Bliss, a girl of a lower class being being taken advantage of a higher of a yeah, woman exactly. of a girl from a higher class from a you know who comes from money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, but no. Even though I said that video promo earlier was the pride of the night, this match was really good too. Isaiah Swerve Scott. Versus Cameron Grimes. Isaiah Swerve Squat. Uh, squat. Um, Scott. Scott. Formerly known as Shane Strickland. And uh, Cameron Grimes, formerly known as Trevor Lee. Trevor Lee. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, a former Impact Wrestling superstar, Trevor Lee. Uh, I mean, it was a good match. I liked it. I felt like they were holding back a little bit. Um, it, this is part of the tournament, the uh, up-and-coming Rising Stars tournament. You know, last week we had was like Joaquin Wild, which is DJZ versus... Who was it? Oh, um, uh, Garza with his pull, yeah with his pull away pants and uh, Garza winning that one. I hear that was a good match. Uh, it was pretty good. Okay. Um, so head scissors takedown, uh, drop kick combo to Grimes, uh, hard Larry to Swerve. Swerve then tossed out of the ring, but landed on his feet. It wasn't that impressive, but the for the some reason the fans were just like, oh my god, it was cool, but. Uh, rolling reverse STO to Grimes, followed by a kickout. Backslide turned into a sit-down powerbomb to Swerve. A suicide backflip drop to Grimes. Colliding a power slam to Swerve. And then a standing double stomp to Swerve for the pin and the win. Um, 
Grimes pinned uh, Swerve, which I was kind of shocked. I thought some Swerve, might say it was a Swerve. It, we did get Swerve there, that's for yeah. sure. I see but, Shane Strickland, and I think, man, this dude should have went to AEW. I see every indie person that just recently signed yeah, in a relatively near future, yeah. like relatively near double or nothing, and just like, man, this person would have should have went to AEW. Get Fatu over to fucking AEW. Jacob, I mean, Fatu. do you want to see Jacob Fatu in a more regular manner in, yeah. in your indies? Yeah, he's cool. He's then, a nice guy. Then. Didn't he sign oh, with MLW? He did, yeah. Somebody was somebody was trying to argue with me last night too. They were like, "WWE is still going to want him." I'm like, but he signed MLW. WWE still going to want him. WWE is going to want everybody. Yeah, they want everybody, but they can't tamper with contracts. It's contracts. Like, I mean, they can't. They can like, it's legally fine. binding. You I know, mean, they could pay the fine. And like, and freaking WWE, they can do anything they want. I mean, they can't do everything they want, but if they try hard enough. They'll they'll get what they want. What's the? I heard this rumor of Trump going to show up on SmackDown. Fox. Like Fox wants Trump. No, Fox wants WWE to for Trump to show up. It was kind of a. It was kind. Of, I guess there was kind of nothing coming off from that. Oh, coming okay. from that, it's. I don't know. Okay. So it was from Sports Kita, which I hear is a very kind of, reputable source that yeah. I get sources from. Some, I cross check okay. sources on you there. double. You, you uh, then we have Bianca Belair versus. Uh, uh, Z- Zuniga? I don't fucking know. Uh, it was a it was it was, so it was a, a squash jobber. It's setting up uh, Bel Air and Mia Yim. And if you watch the NXT tapings, you know where this is goes. Uh, well, we don't because we go by it week by week. Um, I have not implied anything either way. Uh, I do like how um, you know her you know her earrings get knocked out, and then it's when she beats the heck out of Zuniga. That's her trigger moment. Oh yeah, she said no, hell no, I'm taking my other earring out. We're gonna beat down. Uh, double oh, power. She's crazy strong though. That double power bomb plus the yeah. She's off. always kind of known as that deceptive power lifter. She's awesome. I love her. Uh, Kod to Zuniga, the pin and the win, and then we finally see the preview for Matt Riddle's new workout video. Uh, Matt Riddle, it was kick, just kicking it in the gym. It's it's more just like a reminder that I always like about NXT. Like they're not going to run their talent to the ground by having them perform every week. But then it's just a nice reminder of them and showing off what makes them special. Yeah, you know, you're not going to get them. You're not. They're not in the ring. But you know, here's a good like snippet of what you know of your daily dose of Matt Riddle. He's like, hey, bro. So he's like, cuts to Matt Riddle in a gym. It looks like in L.A. And yeah, he's just like, yeah, bro. I only do like wrestling sometimes, but I like to do like kickboxing, taekwondo, taekwondo, wrestling, re- a little bit of wrestling, taekwondo. I just, I just feel like the, I wish that, it, the second that guy goes to the main roster, he's instantly the new RVD. I, 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 I can't wait for him to be like, be like, yeah, and then like after you work out, you get a protein shake and then take a fat rip off of this. You really say that? No, I just would have loved. Okay. Um, yeah, or Matt Riddle. It's just thinking about that guy. Like, it's, oh, he'll no, get one, of the thing, one of the things he said is like, man, you're too pretty for this, man. Like, oh, that, you should. That the family was like, uh, his family was like, you're, yeah, you're you don't want to get your ma- face messed up. But I love fighting, so like, whatever. Then I found the holistic benefits of marijuana. Hi, welcome to my <laughs> TED talk. Hi, um, welcome. I'm I Matthew Riddle. Matt Riddle. Can you imagine that dude with facial hair? Uh, yeah, freaky. It'd be kind of hot if he like cut the, cut. If he kind of like became kind of like a cub, yeah. Like cut, if he cut his hair and then grew out a beard, yeah. I feel like he'd be a lot more appealing. Yeah, he'd be like they'd give off Timothy Thatcher vibes. I just feel like there are too many. I know it makes you look tougher, but I think too many wrestlers have that goatee the, and be, uh, long hair look. Oh, I don't like the long. I hair, hate that. I just look. I'm just super not into it anymore. Like Seth Rollins has it. And Trevor Lee, Drew McIntyre, Roman Fr- Reigns, Crimson Grime, Ali. Uh, Ollie with Ga- Chad Gable, he's ahead of the curve. Like he got that, he cut his hair, and then all of a sudden he's just not in two hundred five live anymore. Yeah, well, he's following uh, people around, taking notes, right? Oh my god, that just pisses me, dude. Chad, I, like I kind of read up on this. Chad Gable's contract is is nearly up. He'd be a fucking dumbass if he didn't sign. If he if he uh, yeah. decides to resign with WWE, he'll get a five year deal. Oh Jesus, come on, uh, no. You gotta under, get gotta, out of there. We gotta Gable. also understand too. It's like a lot of these people. Maybe maybe there are some people that are in wrestling. They're like, "Fuck it, whatever." Uh, five years. Like, if you're uh, that much of hey, listen. If he's that much of a mark about the art of wrestling, don't go to WWE. Yeah, really? no, yeah, yeah. If you're not into the art of wrestling, but if you're just there to make money, then WWE might be a, a good place for you. You think that's gonna be like sort of a stigma? I mean, I feel like it's already developing. If you want to make money, go to WWE. But yeah, if you and you're wanna... o- if you're o- you're only in it for the money if you sign long term deals with WWE. Nah, look at my bank account. Yeah, mm, 
Becky. That's a Becky. <laughs> Becky was like, you're His fucking Beck, stupid. Becky account? Oh, you're stupid, you you weirdo. Uh, then we have the main events of NXT. Roderick Strong versus Tyler Breeze. I mean, this is above a average match. match. Yeah, above any, average. Any any match Roderick Strong's in is a pretty yeah. good match. Um, the end of the match had unite or I don't I don't know why I almost said United Artist. Uh, Undisputed Era come out to distract the movie Breeze. theater. <laughs> yeah, the studio. Uh, because I put UE and usually I think UA for United Artist. Uh, what's uh, Roderick's move called? The end of heartache. It's the lumbar check. But isn't that have like a name? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Man. Uh, the end of heartache to Breeze and Roderick Strong gets the pin and the win because you know um, Cole is out celebrating buying pizzas for up-and-coming wrestlers, which is really nice of him. Like, I would just take him some pizza and keep training. Be like, thank you for the food. But nobody thanked him for it, you know? But that was NXT. Yeah. So. It was okay. Overall decent show. You have to go out of your way to watch the Adam Cole celebration video, for sure. You'll find it. Probably part, week three. Part three next week, I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm hoping. Um, hopefully, we'll get some Firefly Funhouse mixed in there, too. Adam Cole story time. I feel like I feel like the time is pa- the, the 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 time has passed for me in terms of the Bray Wyatt's shit. Really, I'm not into it anymore. You're not, hey man, you want you don't want to do the Muscle Man dance? God, no. Do you hear about the Rock replying to Bray Wyatt's tweet about that? He's like, "Shut up, asshole." Yeah. No. What, what no. No. Say? It was kind of it was kind of actually heartfelt. What he said, and apparently, like I, I forget, but apparently, like everybody, like as soon as those Firefly Fun houses, every time those Firefly Fun House vignettes are like played, like the entire locker room just gather rounds and watch it. And I guess, like I guess that's what Bray Wyatt means to that locker room. Like probably, I don't know. Or maybe they're just like these are legit funny. These are legit funny, or hey, these are legit terrible. Let's all laugh at Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Bray, you suck. Uh, he doesn't suck. Well, yeah, it's just he's got to wrestle. All right, like he's he, where is this going? He has kids. You think you think it's going to lead to um, Bray Wyatt and Aleister Black? Think yeah. about it. Two of those. Oh guys yeah, yeah, yeah. I do any- because I do because last week on Raw you saw like some of the puppets were lingering throughout the backstage area. But what uh, does that have to do with Aleister Black? Someone's knocking on his backstage door. Oh. Finally, when you see Gross. Bray Wyatt. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, but they're going to reveal themselves at Extreme Rules, so it's probably Bray. And no, thing is something's knocking at at Alistair Black's back door and he has no choice but to come out. Um See what I did there? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's exactly. Hey, oh, this, is, this see, is more of this progressive storytelling than the video you of Xavier on online. So there's a video of Xavier. It's total like backstage just shoot video and he's just like he puts on his Zelina Vega. She's like, yeah, I got my Zelina Vega shirt. And Zelina walks up. She's like, oh, nice shirt. Yeah, thanks. I finally got it. Thanks. Right on. Thanks for uh, thanks for helping me out and supporting me. It's yeah, no for pro- Vega from Street Fighter? No, but no, it's Zelina Vega. It's, okay. And then he keeps walking. Alistair Black is just staring and brooding, looking at him. He's just like, hey, hey buddy. Hey, hey, what's going on? He's like, nice shirt. And then I like, he's like your uh, shirt. And he's, he slaps him on the chest. He's like, oh, okay. And then he, Alistair Black walks back, comes back, and rips the shirt off him. Why? I don't know. A very uh, bully, a dick. Attitude. <laughs> bully attitude. Paid money for that. So I found the tweet. Uh, Dear Rock. Dear At The Rock. This is by Barry Wyatt. I wanted you to know I forgive you for exploiting my love for frozen pizza pockets in I front of the forgot about that largest wrestling crowd. Through therapy and the muscle man dance, TM, I am all better now. P.S. Jumanji was fire. So The Rock replied, or should I say... The Dwayne The Rock Johnson replied, Dear Bray, I'm pleased to hear your therapy has been successful. Frozen, pe- frozen Pizza Pockets uh, vulnerability is not easy to expose. You, you're a better man for it, and I'm proud for, of you. And yes, you will love the new Jumanji this Christmas. P.S. You're batshit crazy, and I love it. Uh, then he get, puts a link to another tweet, um, which was... Yeah, just the same tweet. So, Rock's loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Rock's loving it. Quite the rub. So, should that be our new shirt? Should we do a Rock McDonald's uh, combination? I hear the lawyer. I hear the lawyer's knocking on your door right now. (laughs) Well, we'll cease and desist after we make next year's money to support the show's SoundCloud account, right? Yes. So I think that's it. I think that's all we got today for the B show. Do we have anything else, Michael? No. Anything? I think... uh, security sweep? Is anything going on? No. Not really. Just uh, it's just wrestling continues to be wrestling. Jeff Jarrett. Anything happen with Jeff Jarrett? Hopefully not. 
listen. Well, slap, I said about him the better. Why didn't Slap Nuts take over for uh, for Raw or SmackDown? That's what I want to know. I mean, half the TNA roster is pretty much there, so you might as well go all the is way. AJ, AJ, where's Claire Lynch? It was a Claire Lynch. It's Claire Lynch. Where's Claire Lynch? She's supposed to be hot. <laughs> supposed to be hot. She was right. cute, but not hot. All right, guys, let's get out of here. For City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, don't forget to go watch the G1 tonight. G1 Day! By any means necessary. Great one! The great one. Whoa, whoa. Nope, nope, It's G1 nope. time. Stop We're it right gonna there. wrestle for a month. Take, pump gonna, it up, pump I'm, it up. Where's the butt mute button on All your right, guys. Thing? For City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, for me, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. And we will see you next week with more B-Show action. We'll probably be talking some Fight for the Fallen next week. Maybe do a wrestling show and tell. We'll let you know which one. Best pro wrestling podcast on the planet. I'm Hello, this is Seth Rollins. This is City Wrestling Radio. Best pro so wrestling you don't want, on the you, you know, I know what's really weird. The so there's this, there's this celebrity voice changer app I have on my phone, and one of them's Hulk Hogan. Great, brother. <laughs> and it sounds, I did it. You're the, I'm the Hulkster, and you're listening to C- It sounds fucking just like him. Horrible, horrible. It's so bad all right guys we'll see you next week for more b show and me and jose will hopefully see you earlier in the week with those this week in wwe what what is that hey we talk about raw shit all right guys we'll see you later have a wonderful day